Good morning. Good morning. I think it's the time to start it. Good morning. It's nice for us to be here with you. So thank you for this opportunity to share about the ministry of the Lord in Rio Grande Bible Ministries. Uh, as you know, my name is David and my wife Nelly. We are uh, David and Nelly Loyola and we have the privilege uh, this morning to share with you. Um, as you can notice, uh, for our German accent, we are from Mexico. And uh, so you, you, you should stand before this accent. But um, let's pray and, and then we, we can start, right? Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to talk about your ministry. Thank you for the opportunity to share what you are doing in different places. And we want to learn more about what you have in mind for the people here in the earth and our responsibility to share the gospel with many people. Give us the opportunity to just to glorify your name and thank you for the salvation in Jesus Christ. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, we are missionaries with Rio Grande Bible Ministries. And uh, we would like to share with you what the Lord is doing in, in Rio Grande Bible Ministries. And uh, our ministry in Rio Grande Bible Ministries is uh, mainly focused to the Hispanic people. But not only for the Hispanic people, but the, the Hispanics working around the world. How the Lord is using this ministry to impact many, many uh, countries. So this is uh, our purpose to share with you. Uh, if you have your Bible in Psalm 67, uh, Psalm 67, it's um, a wonderful psalm that uh, talk, talks about um, the blessing to know the Lord. Uh, may God be gracious to us and bless us. May he make his face shine upon us. And it's great to be in this country, in the States, because we have the freedom to worship the Lord. Uh, everyone this morning here, uh, everyone, uh, everyone come to the church to praise the Lord. But you know what? There are countries in which they can't go to worship the Lord together. And they don't have the permission to do that. But the Lord is gracious with us in this country. And we, we, we should to be thankful to the Lord for that privilege that we have. Maybe we can't understand that because we, we have lived in this uh, environment in which we have the freedom to do what, whatever we want to do. But uh, there are countries, there are still countries in which they can't just read the Bible. And they don't have Bibles. And, and that is the, the opportunity that we have to go and preach the gospel in those countries. The Bible continues saying, So that you, your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. All nations. So there are several countries around the world that they need to know about Jesus Christ. 
And that is the opportunity that we have in Rio Grande Bible Ministries to share the gospel with many people around the, the world. And this is a little bit what we are in Rio Grande Bible Ministries. If you have any questions, anytime, just raise your hand. Maybe I, I have the answer. I don't know if I had all the answers, but uh, at least to, to explain a little bit more about the, the ministry. We have 20 years serving with Rio Grande Bible Ministries in different capacities. Um, we have 40 years uh, in ministry. We were pastors for 20 years in Mexico and also here in Texas. And then the Lord called us to be part of the missionaries in Rio Grande Bible Ministries. And uh, I have served in Rio Grande Bible Ministries um, as a dean of students because one of our ministries there is the school, the Bible school. So I was the, the dean of students for a while. And then I was the director of admissions. And then also I was the academic dean and the vice president of education of the school. And um, then uh, I, I, now I am the general assistant for the, the whole ministry, but also I am teaching in the Bible school. And, uh, and recently we started a new ministry, which is uh, more what I want to share with you. And I am the director of Rio Grande Global. And this is a new ministry, and I'm going to explain a little bit about that. So Nelly and I have served in all these capacities in, in Rio Grande for 20 years now. We have students enrolled in our school, and we have 171 students enrolled in our school. Uh, the, the unique of our ministry is that most of our students are from Latin America. So they need a, a student visa, as you know, to come to the States to study in Rio Grande. But of these uh, 121 students, we have 112 that are studying on campus. The rest are uh, online students. So we have um, one of the blessings of COVID, it was to have the accreditation to teach online classes. So now, now we have 59 students enroll, taking classes uh, from different countries. And the interesting of this is uh, like uh, I have a class like uh, right now, presential class, but uh, we have sometimes several students from different countries connected by Zoom taking the class. And they can participate uh, asking questions or doing different things like if they were here in the classroom. So that is a blessing that we have now to, to share with the different uh, students in different places around the world. And um, we have 103 men and 68 women uh, getting uh, their, their training to be uh, missionaries, so serving the Lord in different places. So the, this is uh, more or less what we have uh, of our students. Uh, this is uh, where our students are coming. We have students from Argentina. We have students from Bolivia, from Chile, Colombia, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Ecuador, Guatemala, Honduras, Haiti, Italy, Mexico, Nicaragua, Peru, 
Paraguay, El Salvador, United States, Uruguay, and Paraguay, and Venezuela, I think. I, I, I forgot to, to, to put the, well, uh, all those, uh, I forgot to put the, the students from Venezuela. But as you can uh, see, we have students for different countries, uh, mainly from Latin America. So could you imagine the impact of these students in different places? Some of them are, are going back to their countries, but also some of them are serving in different uh, places around the, the world. So we have um, a student serving in, uh, like uh, now we have uh, one of uh, our students serving in uh, India. He and, and uh, his wife came to study to Rio Grande, they graduated and they went to India and they are serving there in India. And it's not an easy country because uh, it's a, a, what we call a close country for the gospel. So they can't enter as a missionaries directly, but they are uh, using what we call business as mission. So they enter with a visa, he's a, a lawyer, so he entered to work as a lawyer in a company. And, uh, but now they are thinking and, and, um, and have a business. They are going to put a Mexican restaurant in India. <laughs> so it's the way to, to, to have the contact with people. Like um, uh, another, uh, uh, another uh, couple went to Nepal and they established a Mexican restaurant there. So they hired several uh, people from Nepal. But uh, after a while, the police came and told them, you should to leave the country in 48 hours because you are Christians. And uh, so they, they should to leave the country. But the, the, the workers, they went to the police and they said, this is not fair because uh, they are paying us very good they try, try us very good. They are good boss for us. So it's not fair. Are you going to provide us another job like this? And then the police says, well, they can stay. <laughs> so it's the way that the law works. But in these countries, it's, it's not an um, easy place. You never know when the police is going to, to tell you that you, you should to leave the country. So when, when a missionary is going there, they, they, they don't have the security or the safety to, to be there for, for a long time. They can spend only months, or a few years, and they, they need to move a lot because they, the, the police all the time is trying to, to find who is preaching the gospel in those countries. So. Many of our students are, are doing that. So this is what we are doing at Rio Grande uh, Bible Ministries. As I said, I am teaching the Bible. I am the general assistant of Rio Grande Bible Ministries and also the director of Rio Grande Global. Rio Grande Global is a ministry that we have now and focused to mobilize the Latin churches to send missionaries 
to those countries, that the close countries. And we, we say this in, in three words. Our ministries focus to mobilize the Latin churches into cross-cultural missions. And we use these three words, discover, develop, and deploy. So what we want to do, do is to help the churches in Latin America to discover that they can send missionaries into other countries. Because for many years, Latin churches, they received missionaries from the States. So the States provided for many years a lot of missionaries in different countries in Latin America. But now is the time for Latin people to send missionaries to another countries. And the reason is because we have the opportunity to enter in those countries. My wife and I have been in Morocco. It's a Muslim country, and they are very friendly with us. Immediately, when they recognize that we are from Mexico, they are very friendly because our culture is very close. Some of the words of the language are very close. So it's, it's very easy for us to, to have uh, or to start a relationship with, with people in, in Morocco. And also we have been in Turkey, and they are also very friendly with us. Immediately when they, they ask us, where are you from? We say, from, from Mexico. And they are very friendly immediately. Uh, so those are open doors for Latin people to go to those countries. So we want to encourage Latin church, churches to discover that they can, they have the potential to send missionaries to those countries. And also we want to help them to discover that they have their own missionaries in the church uh, that they can go to, to be there. Like uh, we went in, in uh, Chihuahua, Mexico, sharing about this ministry, the Rio Grande Global, and uh, a young lady, uh, she just graduated from the, um, um, it's uh, engineering in uh, mines or something with oil. And she said, I would like to be a missionary in one of those countries and I want to finish my, my studies and then just to leave that and, and see what the Lord ha has for me. And we said, this is the perfect career for you to go in those countries because you, you can enter as an engineer there and have a lot of relationship with people in those, those countries. So uh, young people like uh, this girl in Latin America, they can go to those countries and serve uh, as a missionaries with the, their careers that they have. And so we want to, to help the, the churches to discover this and also to help them to discover that they, they can uh, financially support their own missionaries. Because as I said, for many years, the states were supporting the missionaries to, to go to different countries and, and they received the, the money from the states, which was great. But now is the time for the Latin churches. And there is the money to do that, but we need to teach them how to do that in Latin America. So this is because we use Discover and Develop. We want to train the Latin churches how to do missions. How is the way to do missions? And uh, how they can uh, 
send missionaries and, uh, and do all the missions. So that is what we are doing. And also deploy is to send the missionary there. And uh, what we are training the, the churches is to, to tell them that when they send a missionary to another country, they are sending one of their, the, their people to plant a church that but to, to continue praying for, for them and have a relationship with them. So we are training the churches to, to do the missions. I don't know if I can communicate the, the whole idea, but this, this is what we are doing now in Latin America. So I am traveling a lot to different countries to, to make the contacts with churches to, to explain all this and to see uh, which church wants to, to work with us. So this is mainly what we are doing now, and, uh, and it's great. Uh, in the last months, uh, I have been in uh, Argentina and Costa Rica, and uh, I just two weeks ago, I, I was in Bolivia uh, because we, we had a church there that they wanted to work with us and they want to receive the training to send a missionary to another country. So this is what uh, I am doing. This is the church in, in Bolivia. And uh, I went to, to teach there, to, to preach. They have a, a missionary conference and I was teaching in that, that church. And uh, this is the church in Bolivia. And uh, it's... it's um, the churches in, in, in Latin America are very interesting. They, they, had, they had activities. Uh, we had a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the conference. But they start at 7.30 in the morning, and we finish at 11 at night. Could you imagine that? Every day. So I was exhausted <laughs> in that. I got sick, even with the food and the, the water. And uh, I was sick and one of the ladies said, have you, uh, uh, did, did you drink uh, water from, from the faucet? And I said, no, just the bottle. And she said, and, and did you uh, have some, some water in the kitchen, uh, juice, juice uh, or like uh, flavor water? And I said, yes. And they said, they are making from the faucet. <laughs> okay. So I got it. But uh, it's, it's uh, people in Latin America is like that. So it's, it's what I said. Our, our culture is very different. So the culture in, in, in those countries, Muslim countries, are also similar like us. So uh, it was great to be with the people, very tired. And uh, when we were coming back from Bolivia to the States, we, have, uh, we, we traveled from Bolivia. And by the way, Bolivia is a socialist country. So it's very hard to enter there. So I needed, uh, because I am also a US citizen, so they required for US citizens a visa. And it's $160, the cost of the visa. And I said, well, I have my Mexican passport, 
So the Bolivia and Mexico have a good relationship. So I enter as a Mexican for free without any problem. So we, we need to be uh, wise to, to, do, to use the money. It's what Powell used to do in different, different uh, uh, opportunities. So uh, when we, we were coming back from Bolivia to the States, we flew from Bolivia to Lima, Peru, and we had 16 hours layover to, to stay there. So I have a friend that is a pastor in Bolivia, in, in Peru, and I, I sent a text and I said, could I visit you to, to, yes, to stay? Because I have 16 hours to, to stay here. So we went to visit him and I, I, I wanted to invite him for breakfast. But when we got to the church, his church, he told me, look, I have a breakfast for pastors here. Uh, but if you want, I can go with you to, to uh, take the breakfast. And I said, no, it's great to, to stay with the pastors. So we had the opportunity to share with them about Rio Grande Global. So it was great also to have that. That is the kind of opportunities that the Lord has given us. And, and we, we were there sharing uh, the, the ministry, and they are very interested in, in know how to send missionaries to another countries. So that is what the Lord is doing. This couple, I, I cover their faces for security reasons. This couple is ready to go to Turkey. They are from Bolivia. And uh, they want to go to be a missionary. And it's the church that is working with us to send this, this couple as a missionaries there. This couple and this man is a businessman in Bolivia. He, he works in a... Um, in, um, business that it's uh, importing and exporting uh, dry fruits. So he was telling us, I want to, to, to sell my business and to leave everything because I want to be a missionary there. And we said, why not you continue your business there? Dry foods in Turkey, it's a perfect business because uh, it's uh, figs and nuts and all those things are the perfect business there. So he went, we were there in, in Bolivia, and uh, after that we, we went there, he went for an exploratory trip, and yesterday he, he got back to Bolivia, and they are planning to, to go to Bolivia to stay there in uh, January next year. Turkey, Turkey. 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 See, yes, thank you. And um, they were told for the Turkey government that they, they can have the warranty to be there for five years if they buy a house. If they buy a house, they have five years warranty to, to be there. After that, there is no warranty. So that is the kind of uh, situation that they have. But they are really, really, uh, ready to go to Turkey to be a missionaries there. They have two, uh, three, three little kids. So 
It's, uh, we are seeing how the Lord is going to do with the, them in Turkey. So that is the, the kind of ministry that we are doing there. Just to think a little bit, uh, the statistics says that for every million of Muslim people, there is one missionary to share the gospel to them. Could you imagine that? One missionary for every million of Muslim people. So the necessity is great. It's a big necessity for more missionaries and more churches supporting the ministry of the Lord to share the gospel there. And uh, sometimes we don't think about that because we live in a nice country. We have a lot of Bibles. I think we have more than two or three Bibles and at home. And also digitally, we, we can have the access for the Bible. And these people, they, they don't have that opportunity. And uh, so we have this opportunity now to share the gospel with people. When my wife and I were in uh, Morocco, we have a tour uh, visiting different places. And then the lady that was our guide uh, said, this is the place to, to eat the, the lunch. So we invite her because she went to another table and we said, could you come and join us for, for lunch? And she said, no, 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 no. And we said, yes, please join us. And she came and we said, the only thing is we have a condition. And she said, what is? And we said, we pray uh, before the, eat the, the lunch. And she said, yeah, that, that's fine. So we pray. And uh, after that, she said, uh, are you Christians or Catholics? And we said, we are Christians. Why? And she said, why do you use the cross? And we said, we use the cross without the body of Christ there, because for us, the cross is a symbol of victory, because he is not there. He was raised, and he's in heaven. And she said, well, the Quran says that Jesus didn't die at the cross. And I said, well, the Bible says that he went to the cross. And she says, well, the Quran says not. And I said, okay. And we, we continue talking a little bit more. And uh, she was very, very interested in knowing more about Jesus. So those are the, the kind of opportunities when we visit those countries to share with, with people that they, have, they are uh, hungry to know the truth. So... Uh, this is what they are going to do there. So please pray for that. Um, this is uh, a little bit about the, the, the way that we travel. This is the bus station in a town in Costa Rica. As you can see in that, this is the Salida Buses San Jose. That is the, the, the sign to say this is the bus station. It's in the street, yes, just in the street. There is not nothing. And uh, 
And uh, he's a, a gentleman that works with me. And so we, we traveled by bus. And uh, we, we went from, from one town in Costa Rica to the, the capital for the airport. And uh, it's uh, very excited to be in those countries. Very different and uh, sometimes very tired because uh, it's, it's different. And sometimes there is no places to eat, uh, but uh, we, we need to think in all those things that are happening there. So this is the presentation I have for you. I don't know if you have any question or something that you want to ask. Yes, partner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our ministry has 70, 77 years in, uh, in Edinburgh. Uh, a man called uh, M.C. Ehlert went to South Texas and he founded the, the school. And the, the vision that he had, it was to, to have a school to train Latin people to 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 be pastors or missionaries. And the vision that he had was to, to have a, a good training, quality training, uh, a low cost. So the, the ministry started to, to ask everyone working in, in, in the school to raise their own support. So we live on support. Uh, and we continue with that vision. So as I told you, all, most of our students are coming from Latin America. So some, some people can't afford to pay for the education here in the States. Uh, our school is a, an accredited school, so they finish with a bachelor in Bible, and, uh, and they receive almost for free the, the education because uh, we are not receiving a penny from the school. Uh, we receive the, the the, the, our support for, for churches like you that are helping us to have our support, financial support. So uh, for churches like, like you, we can uh, do the ministry there. And, and the Lord has uh, provided for us for 77, 77 years in, in Rio Grande. And we have another ministries as well. We have a radio station there. We have four radio stations preaching the gospel 24-7. And most of our signal is sent to Mexico. And the Lord is using this, this ministry to, to reach a lot of people there. No, the, our, our towers are in, in, in the States, in the border, just in the border, focused to, to, to Mexico. Mm -hmm. Because uh, now it's an, a little bit more opportunity in Mexico to have a radio station, but in the past it was prohibited for, for Christian uh, radio stations to be in, in, in the country. So that was a, a good opportunity for us to, to reach people there. But one of our towers... Uh, can reach the north part of Monterrey. 
So we, we can reach that area. But also we are broadcasting by internet, so practically we reach around the world. So we have people listening in Australia and uh, Germany and different, different places because they, they can listen by internet the, the signal. So that is another ministry that we have. I don't know if you have another question. Yeah. Okay, it's a good question. Mostly the classes are in Spanish, but we have now um, another emphasis that we call bilingual. So the idea, because uh, English is the, almost the, 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 the language of the, the world. And uh, so we want for our students to learn English. So they started the classes in, in Spanish and then they switch to English. And the idea is that they finish la, la, the, the two first years studying in, in Spanish and then switch to English and finish in English, the cl their classes. So they have that opportunity to, to learn English. Yes, we're still doing that. Uh, it's, it's less because um, now I think uh, the missionary agencies are not too interested in sending missionaries in, into Latin America. Uh, because I, as I said, now it's more the Latin church is moving into missions. So we have less uh, people coming, but we have a few coming to learn uh, uh, Spanish in our school. We have the, what we called before language school. Uh, now it's called intercultural studies because we want to, to teach um, Spanish, but also as now we are doing, we are teaching English. But maybe in the future, where we are going to teach uh, Arabic or another language, whatever the, the Lord is guiding us and provide us to, to send the, the missionaries in different, different places. Yeah. Yes? What ages are your students? Um, I think the, the medium is like uh, 25. We have uh, young people, 18. And also we have uh, people in their 40s, but more or less 25. Yep. We have a lot of married students coming. So we have apartments for the students. I think we have, I, I should to, to put that, but I think we have over 20 couples married uh, in the school. And so they, they come with the, their children to study in, in the school. So yes, we have a lot of married students there. Another question? Yes. So tell us about your family. My family, our family. Yeah. Uh, Nelly and I have two boys married and uh, and we have four grandchildren 
we have uh, two girls and two boys. And uh, the blessing is that they live close to us in the same town. So usually we spend Saturdays to meet together. We have a brunch and we spend the, almost the, the whole day with our family, with our grandkids. And uh, we love to do that, especially because we want to continue being an influence for our grandchildren. Because uh, in my heart, is, uh, there is this um, passion. I want to share the gospel for many people around the world. But I think I will be very sad if they don't receive the Lord. So I need to spend also time with my grandkids to, to talk about Jesus. So that's the reason because also we, we are trying to, to have a balance in that. And um, my youngest son is a um, designer, graphic designer. I don't know if you, you received for a while the magazine, San Antonio magazine. He, he was the, the designer for the, the magazine. Sadly, uh, uh, last month was the, the last edition. So he lost the, his job. So we were praying for, for that, but uh, uh, his, his boss, the lady that, that was uh, his boss, resigned and she recommended him to take that position. So he lost the, the job, but he find there the job because they offered the position. So he finished one day and he started the next day. So we praise the Lord for that. And uh, so now, now he's working in the Austin magazine. And, uh, but he works from home. And, uh, and the other son, it's a, a doctor, emergency doctor, in one of the hospitals in, in the area, in Edinburgh. He's, he works in the emergency room. Mm -hmm. The, the people, how is the situation there? We, uh, we don't have many people that is in the area. Uh, we know that there is a lot of people crossing the border. I don't know exactly what is the situation. I think most of, uh, of us living in that area have that question. What's, what's it's, uh, happening here? Because we, we, we see a lot of people crossing and they receiving a kind of permit or I don't know what. And um, what I said, what I know is that uh, they receive a permit and they are sending to uh, another state in the north. And I don't know exactly what is happening, but, but I, I can see when I am traveling, when I go to the airport in McAllen, a lot of people in the, maybe half of the, the airplane is with, with people that cross the, the border. And it's, it's very sad that.
but I don't know exactly what's the, the deal in that area. But we don't have any, any trouble, disturbance in the area there. And also we cross to Mexico sometimes and we don't see any, any problem in the border with that. So I don't know how, how that is happening. I remember one time when we crossed at midnight, we, we saw something very weird because in the, the area, in the border, um, I think we saw like a 500 people there and they were going one by one to the office to, to receive a permit or something. So it seems like a midnight or during the night hours are they crossing the border and when, when there is not uh, the regular business time to cross the border. But I don't know exactly what is happening there. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's the time to, to finish or what, what time is to finish. And I don't know if you have another question before we, we finish. <laughs>